Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Hi, I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church here in Chico, California, 574 East 12th Street. And again, welcome to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. This broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire. And speaking of faith, uh, Bible says in Romans 117 and a couple other references that the just shall live by faith. And uh, we are the just, those who are born again, those who are saved, we are justified, declared righteous. The righteous, that's us. The Bible says we're to live by faith. And you might ask, well, what is faith? A lot of people don't know really what faith is. They think it's just, you know, just what they feel or this mystical thing. Faith in a nutshell is uh, confidence and trust in the word of God. So that's what it means, that we should live by confidence and trust in God's word. That's what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Sight is uh, circumstances, intellect, what's perceived by the intellect. So we walk by or live by what God's word says. And uh, I'm going to pick it up here. And uh, actually Romans 117 says, the just shall live by faith. It is written, the just shall live by faith. That's us. So Hebrews 11, uh, I'm going to read verse 1 and 3. It says, now... Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it, it, it's the substance of what we understand from God's word. And, and, and it may be somebody else may not see it. it, it it's, it's, it's our evidence. Our evidence is God's word. So you may not see it. Well, if you have your spiritual eyes open, you can see things in his word. Hence, Paul prayed that I prayed that you were Receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of him. So it's the evidence of things not seen. Not seen means things not perceived by the senses. But because God said it, I believe it. I have confidence in it. So again, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We go into God's word and we get some hope seed. His word is seed, but it is it's labeled hope seed. And you plant that hope seed, that word of God, in the good ground of your heart. And there you have it. It starts to grow. That's your evidence. I put I planted the seed in my heart. And the Bible says that God's word is seed. It says that over in Luke. And it also in Peter, it says it's incorruptible seed. So that's where we get our hope from God's word. And we plant it in the good ground of our hearts. And our hearts, our spirit is the faith factory. That's where all our believing takes place. So we take that word, we put it in our believer, in our spirits, and we allow it to grow up. And that's our new reality. And we start living by that, by what God said. We just live by it. Then the scripture says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So now we start speaking in line with what we believe. And I always give this simple one right here. When you get born again saved, we go tell people we're saved. Well, we believe that we didn't, you know, there really wasn't a lot of evidence. We didn't get a certificate in the mail. We just believe by faith that we were saved because God said in his word, if we 
Anyone that calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved. And if we believe in our heart and declare with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that God sent him to redeem humanity, he died and he raised them up from the dead, we'll be saved. And we just said yes and amen to that. Hence, we believe that. And the scripture says, therefore, you're saved. Well, everything else in the kingdom of God operates the same way. You have to believe it, receive it, and then walk it out until it manifests. If it's healing, prosperity in any area of your life, spiritual, mentally, physically, materially, and socially, you got to believe what God said in his word as it relates to you, as it relates to promises, as it relates to what he said about himself. He says, I am. There's another scripture, Hebrews 11, 6. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Those who come to him must believe that he is. He is what? He is all that he says he, he is. He is all that you need and need him to be. And he's a rewarder. That's the latter part. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Reward means compensation, recompense. He's salary. That's what it means. He's a, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And again, diligently seek him means the death to live by faith. I'm diligently living by the word of God. I really believe the word of God. I'm acting on it. I mean, I understand it all, but I believe it in my heart and I'm constantly saying it out of my mouth. That's what it means to walk by faith. And there's a scripture, another scripture here. I'm going to go and, uh, and and also we re- we relate this scripture with it. Uh, Hebrews, uh, I mean, Galatians 5.16. It says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's the same thing saying walk by faith. Second Corinthians says we walk in the we walk by faith, not by sight. That's Second Corinthians 5, 7. Walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Meaning we live by the word of God, not by what our senses perceive or our senses will tell us or what the circumstances say. We don't live by circumstances. We live by the word of God, which lives and abides and endures forever. That's what we live by. And that's what it means to have your faith on fire. I, I I trust you, Lord. I trust what your word said. And I always tell people, you hear it on this broadcast, God and his word are one. It's like wet and water. You can't separate them. You get a glass of water, you get wet with it. You get God's will, you get his word with it. You get his word, you get his will. You God and his word are one. That's why Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. So you get the word of God, you get his will on it. And the Bible says, so then faith, Romans 10, 17, faith Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's how faith is going to come by you being exposed to the word of God continually, not just one time. If you hear one time and you act on it, that's good. But if you want your faith to grow and develop, you got to continue to be exposed to it, continue to feed on it. Jesus told uh, the Bible, God told uh, Joshua, Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law referring to his word. He said it should not depart from you. But you should meditate on it day and night. I always say daily and nightly and observe to do all that's written there in it. And then you will make your way prosperous and then you have good success. Again, observe to do That's because faith without works is dead. You have to observe to do the word. So you got to meditate on it. You got to speak it. You got to act on it. You got to forgive. You got to love. You got to bless those that persecute you. He said, observe to do all that's written in it. And then you, my son, you, my child of God man or woman of God will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. 
But it's based on his word and you're acting on his word. That's what faith is. I'm acting on God's word because I have confidence in God's word. I trust in what the Lord says. No, I haven't seen him, but I got his word on it. And God's word, it, it doesn't return void. He tells us in Isaiah, he watches over his word to perform it. His word does not return void. It accomplishes what is sent out to do it. And we have to open our mouth as it relates to God's word. We can't be ashamed of the gospel. We got to declare what thus said the Lord. Hence, when we get born again, we tell people we're saved. So you're, t you're declaring what you believe. And the Bible says in Matthew 12, 33, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good person out of the good treasures of their hearts or good deposits of their hearts, the spirit brings forth good things. So out of the abundance of our heart, we speak. So because we planted God's word in our heart and it's deeply rooted in our heart, that's what we start speaking. And as we start speaking, it fate comes by hearing what we're speaking. And in turns, it transforms us by the renewing of our minds. So now we have the mind of Christ because we've been meditating on the word of God. We've been speaking the word of God. We've been acting on the word of God. That's what the just shall live by faith means. That's what uh, we walk by faith, not by sight means. And one more scripture in Galatians, it says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Basically means walk by faith and you won't fulfill the perceptions of the senses. You won't allow the circumstances or the sense knowledge to dictate your actions or attitudes. You're governed by the word of God. That's what that's your reality, the word of God. And that's where God wants us to be at. He wants us to have total reliance, faith, confidence in his word. So he says, walk in it. Paul says, walk in the spirit. And, and Jesus said, my word is spirit and it's life. So walk in the spirit, the word of God, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh refers to things perceived by the senses. You see, touch, taste, smell, feel, or, or what things look like in the natural. He said, no, you walk in the spirit. Walk by what my word says. Walk by faith, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Those things won't overcome you. And God's word is the truth. And I said it last time that truth is the highest form of reality. And Jesus said, the words I speak, they are truth. So when we're walking by faith, we're walking in the truth of what God said. And the scripture says, God's not a man that he shall lie. So we have confidence now as we start listening to God every day, feeding on his word every day, speaking his word every day, meditating on his word every day. That's what it's going to take. You really have to be diligent uh, to develop spiritually. You can't just have a spiritual snack on Sundays and think, oh, that's going to hold me up all week. No, you have to feed on the word of God. Like Jesus said, every day, daily, you got to feed. Remember, give us this day, our daily bread. That's talking about spiritual food, daily bread. It's also referred to in, I believe, first or second Peter, he calls it meat or James, the meat. You want the meat of God's word, because that's what's going to give you some revelation, some insight. That's what's going to allow you to, like Peter, walk on water. You got a rhema word so you can step out in faith knowing that, hey, I heard from God. I trust that I heard from God and I'm going to walk out on it. And I always use this one as simple. In God's word, he says, bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Well, you heard that in his word because you read it. So now you got to act on it. That's what faith means. I'm acting on the word of God. I don't just believe it. That's the one side of the coin. The, act, the other side of the coin, I'm walking in it. I'm acting on it. I'm actually doing it. That's what the just shall live by faith. You hear the word. You know what the word says. It's planted in the good ground of your heart. And then you act on it. 
and you don't act on it every now and then. You act on it daily. Yes, we will miss the mark, but we can go to the Father, ask for forgiveness, make the correction in our lives. And that's living by faith, too. When you miss the mark, you know you can go to the Father and be cleansed from all unrighteousness. That's over in 1 John 1, 9. He says, if anybody sin, we can, we have an advocate with the Father. So you have to exercise that right or promise as well. You got to live by that, too. If you miss the mark, you know you have an advocate with God. You can come boldly to the throne of grace in a time of need and ask for forgiveness. That's living by faith, too, and not being condemned. Because the devil likes to condemn you when you don't do the word. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to act on the word of God. And live on it because the scripture says back in Romans 17, 117, the just shall live by faith. And I always ask people, how often do we live? Well, I live every day. So every day I should live not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I got to live by this word I've been studying and meditating on. I got to actually now apply it to my life, apply it to the circumstance, apply it to the situation. And I have to make that the highest form of reality. I have to make that truth in my life. So I have to speak that. And that's how the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I have to speak it myself. I have to, when I'm by myself, I have to speak to, go over, rehearse what God said in this word as it relates to me or my situation, my circumstances, my nation, my community, my ministry, my life. I have to always Declare what God said. Let that come out of my mouth. Let that be the meditations of my heart. Remember, David said, may the, the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. God wants us to meditate on his word day and night because that's what's going to give us revelation. And revelation gives you the faith that you need to step out on the word. He says, to ponder it, chew on it, muse on it every day. Think about what I said. And again, that's another form of having fellowship with God as we're meditating on his word we're spending time with him really when we're allowing his thoughts to be our thoughts we're actually fellowshipping with god we're spending time with him and he'll he'll lead you to scriptures every time you're doing it and he'll lead you to another scripture lead you to another scripture that's how i get a lot of wisdom and revelation just meditating on it and, and allowing my heart to be good ground for the sowing of the seed of the word of god i declare that my heart is good ground before i start studying i ask god to give me uh, a spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. And I also give him permission. Uh, I yield myself to ha allow him to uproot any plant, any seed that the enemy has planted in my heart deceptively. I give him permission to uproot it because Jesus said in Matthew 15, every plant that my father hasn't planted shall be uprooted. God desires to uproot stuff. So we have to yield and submit ourselves to God and allow him to uproot it. What's the scripture says? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he'll exalt you in due season. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You got to submit to what God said in his word. Resist what the devil's trying to say or try to influence you to think. And he said, and the, the devil Thoughts and ideals will go away once you replace them with God's word, his thoughts. His words are in his thoughts, too. His thoughts are his, are his word. So once we do that, we're walking by faith. We're walking in the spirit. And the just shall live by faith. We're pleasing God. Remember, those who come to him must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's rewarding us now. Now we see the hand of blessings happening in our life. We see the favor of God going before us. We see protection, provision, because we're not just hearing the word only. We're actually doing it now. 
Hence, this broadcast is called Faith on Fire. Again, God wants every believer, every child, every creation, every uh, everyone he created. He wants he wants their faith to be on fire. He wants them to know the truth. That's why the scripture says God desires that no man should perish, but all may have eternal life. Eternal life is the God type of life. Yeah, that's what eternal life is. Yes, it means you're going to go on for eternity, but God wants heaven to be manifested on earth in and through you while you're here. That's the scripture says lay hold to eternal life. Eternal life is found in God's word. The truth gives you eternal life. So God desires that no man should perish, but everyone to lay hold to the truth. Because Jesus said, you know, if you continue again in my word, he said, if you continue in my word, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. He wants us to continue in his word. Continue means develop constantly moving forward, increasing, continue. So hence, man should not live by bread alone, every word. God wants us to just constantly fellowship with him through his word. And him and his word are one. Jesus over in Revelation is called the living word of God. So when you're partaking of the word of God, you're really partaking with Jesus. You're fellowshipping with Jesus. And the scripture says that Jesus is our mediator. There's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. It tells us that over in Timothy. So now we're fellowshipping with God as we're feeding on his word. Jesus over in John said his word was bread. He says, I'm the living bread. Then he says he was the living water. He over drinks of this water, which equates to his word, will never thirst again. He says those who are filled with the spirit, again, spirit equates to his word. Out of their bellies, the innermost part of them shall flow. Out of their spirits shall flow rivers of living water. God wants his words to flow out of us because we are on a word planet. And this whole planet is said is upheld by the word of God. And I'm going to just reference that scripture real quick. Hebrews 11.3, it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. He said the whole world was framed by the word of God. Well, we understand that in Genesis chapter 1. The earth was void without form, and the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the earth, and the Spirit spoke. It spoke. It said something. The living God spoke and said something. He said, let there be. And again, he says, then he made us after his image and his likeness. And the Scripture says, as Jesus is, so are we. We're God's children. And yes, through Adam and Eve's transgression in the garden, it broke fellowship with mankind, with God. So now we had to be redeemed. God had to send a redeemer, and he sent one uh, called Jesus. So, yeah, so this broadcast is called Faith on Fire. It's designed to ignite your faith on fire, and that's what we're going to keep on doing, igniting your faith on fire. We're going to keep giving you the word, the word of God. And um, the Bible says, that the word of God in Thessalonians, it says it works effectively in those who believe God word actually works. That's why he said the just shall live by faith. It actually works in those who believe. And Jesus, every time he did something for somebody, he accredited back to their faith. According to your faith, be it unto you. Told Mary that. Told the woman with the issue of blood that. Told the guy that had a demonic kid, do you believe I'm able to do this? Basically, According to your faith, what do you believe? And God wants us to believe his word, have faith, confidence, assurance that his word is true and that it's going to work on our behalf. That's what he wants all of his people to be, to have confidence. That's why he says, 
Bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Don't trade evil for evil. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I'll repay. He wants you to believe that. When somebody's coming against you and persecuting you, back to you know, no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. He wants you to use this word. He says, uh, vengeance is mine. I'm going to repay. So don't you go and try to get them back. You let me handle it. And again, when we do that, we're walking by faith. We're walking in the spirit. Yeah, we're not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. And that's what he says. We walk by faith, not by sight. Second Corinthians 5, 7. God wants us to walk by his word, not by what the perception of the senses. Because the senses, and again, when mankind fell from grace in the garden, he started operating by his senses. But previous to that, mankind, Adam and Eve, they walked by faith. They believed what God said, and that's what they, that was their reality. But because of fallen man and because of what Satan did, we lost that fellowship with God. So now we had to get everything by the sweat of our brow. Bro, we have to walk by what the senses perceive. And Jesus is the last Adam came to redeem and restore and reconcile us back to full fellowship with the Father. So now we can... We're called, we're being justified. We've been declared righteous by Jesus' righteous works over there in Romans 5, 7, 17. So now we're righteous again. So now he said the just or the righteous shall live by faith, live by confidence in what God said. When God says you're clean and your sins and iniquities, I, I remember no more. You got to live by that. You got to believe that. Yeah. And that's what walking by faith means. I believe your word, God. And this Bible is full of exceeding great. And he called them precious promises over there in first or second Peter. He called them exceeding great and precious promises. He said he's given them to us. And over in Corinthians, it says all the promises in him are yes and amen. God says, I, I, I love you. And, and I'm giving you some exceeding great and precious promises, but they're found in my word. So I want you to knock and seek after me and, and find me, F find those, those hidden truths in my word and, and put faith in them. So study to show yourself approved. God wants us to study his word. And I know a lot of Christians, we're busy all throughout the day. We don't have time. Well, you got to make time to study God's word, spend time with him. And just don't think on Sunday, you spent that hour, two hours at a church service that you're being fully pleasing to the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that, but he wants you to take what you learned there, especially if it's from a Bible teaching ministry. He wants you to take what you learned there and apply it to your life. Don't just say, I, oh, I went to church and I heard a good service. No, start applying it to your life. Yeah, that's where the rubber meets the road. Are you just hearing it or you're a hearer and a doer of it? Scripture says if you're a hearer and a doer, you'll be blessed in what you do. Jesus said, those who hear my word and do it, I'll liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. So he said, but then he said, those who hear my word and don't do it, I'll liken him to a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And when the winds and the floods came and descended on that house, it, it destroyed it. So we want to be our house, our lives to be built on the rock. Yes, on the foundation, the solid foundation of Jesus, because he watches over his word to perform it. He says in Thessalonians, his word works effectively in us who believe. Hence, that's a good reason to walk by faith, walk by his word, because it's going to work. It's going to benefit us. We're going to be blessed as a result of it, and others are going to be blessed as a result of it. As it relates to giving, Luke 6, 38, give and it shall be given to you. 
Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over with men given to your bosoms. Well, that's God's word. That's his truth. He said, well, well, apply this to your life and watch what happens. So again, let's not be just hearers only, but be endurers. As it relates to forgiving, we know what the scripture says as it relates to forgiving. Jesus said, if you want me to forgive you your sins, you got to extend forgiveness to others. That's the word of God. And when you do it, guess what? You're walking by faith. You're walking in the spirit. You're not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. You're walking by faith and not by sight. You're receiving the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You're acting, actually acting on that. And that's where God wants his people at. So again, that's what's going to ignite your faith on fire. Getting in that word, studying it, meditating on it, speaking it, even though it may sound foolish, you got to speak the word only. Scripture says, speaking. The centurion told Jesus, my servant's at home sick with a palsy, but Jesus, I don't feel worthy for you to come into my house. But I'm a man under authority because I'm a, I'm a centurion officer. I know when I say something, I can, he said, I can tell that one do this one, that one do that, and they'll do it. I'll say jump and they'll ask how high. He said, I understand you're a man of authority. He said, so you don't even have to come to my house. Just speak the word only. And I know my servant will be made whole. And Jesus equated him, that statement. Jesus said, I haven't seen such great faith in all of Samaria. Just because he said, you don't have to come, just speak the word only. See, and Jesus knew there was power in the word of God. The satyrian soldier knew there was power and authority in words. So he told Jesus, speak a word of healing only, and I know my servant will be healed. So as the story you know, concludes, the centurion went on his way, and as he got near his home, one of his servants came out and said, hey, your other servant's been healed. And he asked him what time. So he knew that the word of the Lord went before him and healed and delivered. And the Bible says God's word is like a medicine. It is. You can use that word for healing. Oh, scripture says by his stripes we're healed. He was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace is upon him. And by his stripes I'm healed. You got to declare that. That's what, that's the truth. That's what he said in his word. So you got to declare that over your situation, over your body. If you're going through it, you got to declare that. If your finances are a little low, you got to declare uh, God's making all grace abound towards me and I have all sufficiency and all things. I have an abundance for every good work. You got to declare my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We have to say what God says. That's the, that's the law of confession. Homologio means to say the same thing. Scriptures says, let, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We have to say what God said about the circumstance, about the situation, about our lives and let that be the truth. As far as it concerns us, let it be the truth. No other people may not understand it, but we believe it's according to our faith appeared unto us. And God is a faith God. Yes, he is a faith God. Scripture said the just shall live by faith. And I am out of time, but I'm definitely not out of word or faith. And I want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. 
Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.